listening to SBS on the Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. It is your daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Wednesday, the 5th of April, 2023. Later, NAB, the latest to call a peak in official interest rates. But first, to the Reserve Bank Governor, who spoke today for the first time since deciding to leave official interest rates on hold yesterday at 3.6%. He was speaking at the National Press Club. I was there and I asked him this question. Governor Ricardo Gonsalves from SBS. In leaving interest rates on hold after 10 fast consecutive rate rises, what exactly is the message that you hope um, households will take from that, especially borrowers and renters, when they try to manage their finances? The message is that we've, we've increased interest rates a lot over a quick period of time and we're taking stock of the effects of that and we just want to pause before we proceed. If we need to raise rates again to get inflation back to 2 to 3%, then we'll do it. I know that will be painful, but I just ask people to think of the alternative. If we don't get inflation back to 2 to 3% and we have persistently high inflation, persistently high inflation means persistently higher interest rates and higher unemployment. So it's very, it's very difficult uh, message for people, but the, the, the reality we face is we need to get on top of inflation in reasonable time, and if we don't, we'll have higher interest rates and more unemployment. Uh, and we're, we're prepared to get back to inflation, to the target range kind of over a few years. We're not on a path to get it back, back down straight away because we want to preserve the jobs and, uh, that we've, we've been able to generate and we want to limit to the extent we can the pain the household sector is facing. But we need to get it back down. And I want people to understand that we will do what's necessary to, to do that, as difficult as that might be in the short term. That's Governor Philip Lowe there speaking at the National Press Club. He also had a warning for renters, saying that rent inflation will remain high for some time. Here's some of what he had to say. As rents make up 6% of the CPI, what happens to rents can have a significant influence on overall inflation and on people's living standards. As you can see in this graph, over recent years, the growth in the number of dwellings in Australia has exceeded growth in our population. This was especially so during the pandemic when population growth slowed to its lowest pace since the First World War. Despite the slower population growth, there was only a modest increase in the rental vacancy rate. This is primarily because the demand for residential floor space increased as people work from home and the average number of people living in each household fell. As you can see in this chart, there was a very sharp decline in average household size during the pandemic. But we're now in a different phase following the opening up of Australia's international borders. Population growth has picked up very sharply and it now seems likely that the annual rate of population growth will soon be around 2%. As you can see in that chart, that is close to the peak reached during the resources boom. In contrast to this strong growth in demand for housing, the expansion of the supply side of the housing market is expected to be fairly modest. It takes a long time for housing supply to respond fully to shifts in population growth. In the previous episode of uh, strong population growth during the resources boom, it took nearly five years for housing supply to respond. 
One possible adjustment over the next uh, short period of time is that the average number of people living in each dwelling might increase, reversing the pandemic period four. If that were to happen, it would reduce the overall demand for new dwellings. But even if it were to happen, it's likely that the balance between demand and supply in the housing market will result in rent inflation being quite high for a while yet. And this will be one of the factors adding to inflation over the period ahead. Reserve Bank Governor there speaking at the National Press Club. Uh, To the Australian share market now, which... Uh, finished steady, only up by 0.02%. It comes as economists continue to revise their forecasts for interest rates. NAB this afternoon becoming the latest to predict we have now reached a peak. So it is saying no more rate rises. There may be a risk of, a few, of another, but its base case is no rate rise because it sees inflation will moderate in the coming months. Uh, We'll get the latest inflation number, the quarterly CPI, at the end of April. For more on the share market reaction today, I spoke earlier with Adam Dawes. He's a senior investment advisor at Shore & Partners. Yeah, certainly gold is definitely driving the market, and certainly that's one of the bright spots that we're seeing in our market today. Uh, Certainly with moves overnight, that's really sort of lifted our gold sector going forward. The insurance sector's had a good day also with potential higher interest rates moving forward as well. So that's been quite good. And even CSL uh, doesn't look too bad today. Uh, They had a big European investor tour last week, and I think there's a little bit of buying going into that one at the moment. But certainly the market rallied on the open, but then certainly came back or reversed back. But then when Governor Lowe started talking at 12, it really stabilised the market. Yeah, so I was there at the National Press Club hearing um, Dr. Lowe speak. Um, he, he almost played a two, play, placed a two-way bet saying, hey, rates may stay on hold, but they still might rise because inflation is such an issue, right? So a day after the RBA left interest rates on hold at 3.6%, what's the market now saying of the future direction of rates? tough, isn't it? Because what drove interest rates or what drove inflation was supply side issues. So the supply side was definitely moving. That supply now has come back, but consumers are still catching the brunt of those higher prices. And it doesn't look like those higher prices are going to come down anytime soon. I think the market overall is looking for one more rate rise to come potentially next month. And then to starting of some rate cuts in November or early in 2024. So it's going to be quite interesting to see how that all plays out uh, with inflation, because I think inflation is going to be stubbornly high for a little bit longer than we expect. So what does all of that mean for opportunities for investors? Well, the opportunities are that if you are looking at more stocks that uh, enjoy higher interest rates, so the insurance sector is actually looking quite good at the moment or continue to look good. Computer share is another business that does well with higher rates or higher inflation uh, side of things. And then really, you know, potentially on the other side of that, if we do start to see rate cuts starting to come through closer to the end of the year, some of these beaten down tech stocks look really, really attractive and there's a lot of value going into that and you position yourself a little bit early before those rate cuts and I think you might do quite well in that tech space. Adam Dawes there from Shore and Partners. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision. Music